to another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! What's up, Steve? We are giving away three Chug Buds. We know they're sold out, but we're giving away three more for three lucky fans who download the Bravo Tipper Pay app. And don't forget to use the code MS23 when signing up. That's M is in Mary, S is in Steve, 23. And if you already have the app downloaded, sit back and relax because you could still be a winner. Enjoy today's YNK podcast. Blue, when was the last time you've been on the podcast? Before Margaritaville. <laughs> when was that? That was probably like. 2019, 18, 17? <laughs> it was definitely a long time ago. It was definitely like in the first 10 episodes we ever done. Yeah. It's right. probably like four months ago. I feel great. I feel right where I need to be, you know? Yeah. I agree. Well, I just got diagnosed with a very rare strain of uh, whatever the fuck I have. Coronavirus? No, I don't have the coronavirus. I have a strep throat. R- very rare strain. So of should I not be like sitting yeah. near you? No, she, I think... She didn't uh, tell me that. <clears throat> I think, I think we're good. <laughs> Just going to roll the dice. I went to the doctor today. They were like, wait, you know, it's a, you know, you know, doctors, they give you the whole spiel. They're like, you know, like, oh, well, we, I, we've seen everything. Like, we're not surprised by anything anymore. And when the, when the doctor put a little flashlight down my throat, his reaction was, whoa, have you looked down there? Really? <laughs> and um, he's, he's like, man, like your throat's like. Extremely red <laughs> and full of pus. Podcasting. <laughs> wow. So uh, he took, he did like a like a little throat swab. I got the fucking worst gag reflex, by the way. It's like. Me too. I mean, I guess pus. I have the best yeah, gag so reflex because it's so strong. Um, so they had to take like a little throat swab. I think a lot of guys do, right? <laughs> you'd, so you'd hope so. Like so like Adam's apple thing maybe or something? Is there any, anything? I think it's just l- lack of usage. <laughs> You know? Yeah, we don't really push the envelope there at all. <laughs> no. We don't face the same challenges. <laughs> they you say if you, uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. We have a different set of challenges to uh, mountains to climb, you know? Steve, watch out. Um, anyway, they put a throat swab down my throat, and uh, I, I almost like puked on the guy. But then they, they did the test for um, <laughs> strep throat. They did a test for strep, and he came back. He's like, well, you tested negative for the main like strain of strep throat which means you have like a strain that's like super super uncommon and they're like we've never we've never really seen this before <laughs> no, i don't want to hang out now i like want to cancel the podcast this may be like a superhuman. i feel i feel pretty good though i don't feel that bad i love that you're still here remember, i'm pretty i'm pretty hot love that you didn't tap out remember myrtle beach something happened in your throat you're out Oh yeah, I got a. I, that's hilarious that you remember that. I got like a, a very bad throat infection after Myrtle Beach. <laughs> but uh, Myrtle Beach was a fucking. <laughs> that's how I know that this isn't the same as Myrtle Beach because I haven't been to Myrtle Beach in many years. We partied our ass <laughs> off in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I'd um, I'd rather start things off on much more of a positive note. So I wasn't very positive. I'm gonna start with a. I'm gonna start with a story. Mike, this is something you posted recently, yeah, and I found inspiration through it, and I liked it very much. So I, I thought it'd be nice if I just read it, read it aloud Go for, ahead. for everyone to hear. <clears throat> okay, the story goes as such: Theodore Geisel would have been 116 today when he was 33. His first children's book, a story that no one can beat, which later became "To Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street," was rejected by at least 27 publishers. He was going to give up when he saw Marshall McClintock, one of his Dartmouth classmates, on Madison Avenue in Manhattan. McClintock asked Geisel what he had, what he had with him. Geisel responded, a book that no one will publish, I'm lucky at home to burn. 
McLean Talk then said, this morning I was appointed juvenile editor of Vanguard Press, and we have to be standing in front of my office. Would you like to come inside? The two went inside, and 20 minutes later, Geisel recalled they were signing contracts. That's one of the reasons I believe in luck, Geisel said. If I had been going down the other side of Madison Avenue, I'd be in the dry cleaning business today. Theodore Geisel, who you know as Dr. Seuss, is one of the top 10 best-selling authors in human history. Mm-hmm. Having sold more than 500 million copies of his more than 40 books translated into 20 languages. Love it. Wow. All because, and I didn't know this story, but that's, that's all because he just ran into a buddy walking down the street. Yeah. About to give up. And that's why like when you, at last episode, you asked me like, you know, what, what you're supposed to do if you haven't found your calling, you were getting that, that question a lot. And I kind of gave you a mindset answer and you were like, no, no, I'm talking more like, what should we actually do? Like, and that's why I start with mindset, because if you put yourself in that mindset, you're allowing it. Like if you, I just believe in that wave of like manifesting positivity. And like, if you're, if you're trying to manifest those opportunities and actually like doing the best you can with, with your daily practice, even if it's something you don't love at the time, you find yourself in these better situations and these circumstances. And it's like, I don't know, it's, it's obviously like a fate thing, but I think it's a little more than fate. I used to just think, you know, what happened happened. But you think I, it gets attracted to you? I think we're in control of it a lot more than we than most people acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Really, I do. And that's like when Larry King. We were talking about it. He was like, you know, what if I took a right that day and I didn't meet the guy? You know, he met the guy in Miami who like who told him to go to Miami. He started his whole radio career. Yeah. And he was like, he said that on the podcast. He was like, you know, I think about that all the time. Like, what if I took a left that day and I didn't run into him? Mm-hmm. You know, everything, so. everything's thoughts. Everything. That microphone was a thought. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> someone real. thought about that. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm going to make this thing where Definitely. you can record your voice. Everything you know starts I mean? in the mind, regardless, in somebody's mind, someplace, somewhere. But what I'm saying is, like, for yourself, like, those, if you can, like, if you can just believe that, that you're attracting that and that's going to happen someday, like, whatever it's going, whatever it is in your life, you know, you're not, not everyone's an author or whatever it is you'll find yourself right in that flow state and you'll find yourself right where you're supposed to be if you constantly try to curate that. Mm-hmm. Just every action, like with every action, every thought, try to curate what you want to happen be open to it. You know what I mean? I just love, I posted that because it's like, I believe that so much. I believe that so much. That's kind of how we even had Larry King on the show in the first exactly. place. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I went, I, I went to a place I'd never go and I ran into his son who happened to be a fan. That's he, how it happened. Larry was saying some shit with her, like, there's no such thing as good luck. Remember? He's just like, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, n- nothing's luck. Right. He's, he, had a, he had a quote for it, which I'm going to mess I up. I know, yeah. But yeah, no, I think, I think you create your own luck. I mean, there's obviously it's, arguments it's against that. It's all good luck. I mean, it's There's like, arguments against that, but the idea, yeah. what you're yeah. saying is like, it's all good luck, no matter what, even if it feels bad in the moment. No, yeah, but it's just like you work hard for something for so long, and then people will be like, "Oh, this guy's—it's not luck. It's just like, you know what I mean? Not really. <laughs> I, I'm gone. <laughs> no, I was trying to say. No, but like, <laughs> not no, really. It's, not, it's just like it was supposed to happen. It's I feel like, you. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel you. Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, your, your Twitter feed is actually a good read. I, I kind of dive oh, through that's it hilarious. once in a while. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I found, which you posted not too long ago, was um, a cool clip from Trevor Bauer. 
yes. talking about the MLB. Yes. <clears throat> um, let me just find it real quick. I actually wanted to play. Um, I just wanted to play what he said because I thought it was super interesting. And like, yeah, here it is. I'm just gonna play it. It's like t- it's two minutes. They can't even go to Twitter where all the young people hang out. You can't even go to social media and see anything about the game. Steph Curry throws a bounce pass in an NBA game, and it's trending with 1.5 million views five minutes later, and Mike Trout goes and launches himself and robs a homer or something, and you can't find the highlight anywhere online. It's ridiculous. You got BAM, that baseball advanced media that was designed to just centralize all MLB content and force people to pay to have access to it. Great, you made a lot of money up front. But you centralize all this content, you make people pay for it, and you know what you get? You get a missing generation of fans. You make some money up front, great, and you miss a generation of fans, and the the game is losing popularity, and especially amongst young people. I mean, let's not even talk about, like, the shoes, the cleats. Oh, hey, Mike Clevenger, you can't wear those shoes that are colorful that everybody on Twitter likes because it violates our stupid cleat policy where you get three colors of cleats. Like, (laughs) I mean, what does it even matter? Just let the players express themselves. Let it have some personality. You want to market the game? Don't change it. Don't make the mound 62 feet. Don't make playoffs where you have to pick your opponent and freaking whatever. Don't change the game. Market the players. You have more players in baseball than any other league with much more diverse backgrounds worldwide. More so than any of the other major American sports. And it's the least marketable. He's exactly it's crazy, right? He's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. He's exactly right. We've been saying this. It's just like they have to revisit their whole business model. Uh, it doesn't matter how many people love the game. The next generation doesn't love the game. They don't care about it. They don't care about it as much. So they have to revisit their business structure completely. He's exactly right. It's all these like archaic, stupid ass fucking old white man mm-hmm. like uh laws and like rules and stipulations that they have like on the players like it's weird and like they just don't want it they don't want to let it grow like as society's grown think about how public everything's gotten everything everything's gotten so less buttoned up everything's raw like the twitter you see the real shit you know what i mean and baseball tries to keep it all like you know keep it tight you can't even even grow a beard if you're on the yankees yeah you play for the yankees i wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't I need a beard after, yeah. uh, I mean After you go beard It's hard to go back That it was is. I mean it I, really is I would turn it down I keep bringing up Larry King That was another thing He said in his interview uh, Which will be yes, coming yes. out In like the next month But he said um, You know After like the age of 20 You don't like Become a baseball fan It's something that you grow up Facts yeah, yeah, yeah. You grow up with You know what I mean Like You have to kind of Grow up with the game And that's how you become a fan So like if there's this new generation of young kids who just not appealed to this sport, just, I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, like he said, right. like, you know, it's, you know, social media probably plays a big factor, but I mean, if you're, lo- you're just losing an entire generation of, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's trending down. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think it's fine. I think people, I think this is the way it's going to happen. Trevor, these type of players taking it, taking it public, letting the public rally behind it and be like, yeah, you're right. You know, that's why I got a little more vocal about it. Because I was sick of just talking to Marcus about it, and he's just felt so limited. I mean, you know? all the players have social media though, so like they could, they're just different type. Of, yeah, but you no, know like I mean? it's it's the game is boring, but but it's um no, but I'm, he, what he's saying is like the they have a huge they have a huge media deal that centralizes it, right? 
So you actually, the, like House of Highlights can't post it. They're not that's even stupid. That's sanctioned. So they should but make an own one. They're like, yeah. what I'm saying is those rules were made way before House of Highlights existed. So like now you have to restructure the deals because the whole marketplace yeah, yeah, yeah. has changed. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a train wreck. It's a train wreck right now. <laughs> it's a train wreck out there. And they're cheating. Is uh, and the other thing that's been going around the internet, which I mean, you obviously commented on, was the whole thing with posts, like him on stage. Yeah. Whatever. I, I think that was just like insane. No, I mean, I could just, I could verify Post is not a drug guy. He's not. No. So he's just, it's like, it's silly. But like the funny part is, it's it's, it's great. So many people care, but, but do you think that was even warranted to like blow up like? No, the way no. It did? I mean, it's it's like it's it's what you know TikTok's crazy, bro. It's like TikTok's becoming a fucking monster. It already is, but it's like mm -hmm. now, like it's like not even all these dances. Like it's already changing. Gary Vee has been talking about this, but it's already like it's a news source. Everyone's posting shit up to TikTok as it happens live. You know, so like like people had these clips and they were up close and you don't see. So, so there's seats right near post, like in the set where you can, you can stand and he's like performing out this way. So like mm -hmm. what they don't understand is like when he's rolling his eyes back and he's doing those things, like there's, those are moments like in these songs where like the camera will zoom in right on his face and he'll roll his eyes back like for Rockstar and he'll, you know, fall apart. He gets kind of all over the place and, he tripped in one of the videos and he just went with it. Probably shithouse. Played 15,000 games of beer pong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys played yeah. more beer pong than anyone in the country, I think, right now. At the pace, like how much he's toured and how much I know beer pong is a part of every day for his tour life. Yeah. I, there's got to be an argument that he's played more competitive beer pong than anyone. I don't know. Wow. I'm ready to go on record. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no. we're, we're not yeah. too far behind, but we're not, we're not in uh, that bracket. Bro. When I saw it, I was just like... This is just how he performs. I didn't blink an eye. Yeah, yeah. I knew it right away. It's I just like, like looked at it. I was like, "You're right." It, it's interesting though. I saw a little. Like I was just it like kind a of little aggressive. Evaluating people, like when I, I said like Posty's all good because I had like literally hundreds and hundreds of DMs saying like I should be a good friend and check on him and Great all friends. this shit. Great so I hit him. It was just we were just chopping it up, but I knew he, you know, he. I knew he was good, but what I'm saying is like. Even when I, after I confirmed it, a lot of people were like, oh yeah, it sounds like something a drug addict would say. Like saying that, like, oh, I don't do drugs. You know, like, it's like they didn't, they didn't want to take my word. Like, it's interesting how a narrative, people can get, like, kind of rally behind a narrative yeah. with the social media shit. And like, they don't even want to accept the answer. Like, when it's coming from a real source, like... They rather his whole team news. was posting like exactly well they just like get wrapped up in a narrative I feel like and I was just I was responding to people on Twitter kind of with that just it was interesting to see there was like an undertone of that where they didn't want to take the answer it was like it was, was good getting, news <laughs> I was you know? getting text I was getting text like is yeah like, yeah I got like this is how he performs if you ever seen him perform yeah. for at like a couple shows that you would know right away right. Right. Maybe he's a little more junk than the usual, last but like he's like, just, yeah. yeah. The last hundred shows he's done this version of it where he he has the theatrics and I think it makes the show a lot better. Yeah. That happened to me last night. <laughs> well, that happened to me last night. Just fucking I don't know, whatever you look like in the fucking thing. <laughs> last night. Yeah. Losing your I motor mean, just skills? beer pong. Like that's you know what I mean? If someone's filming you the whole time, something's gonna happen. I'm confused again. I mean he fell on the ground. 
And, and I, oh, I, you fell last night? I might have. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if someone was, if it was like on a big, like. Blue's still drunk, I think. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If, if, it was like under, if it was under a microscope, like, you, they, would see, they would think you're fucked up all the time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? If you're on no, a public and you're yeah. high, I mean, they would be like, yeah. oh my God, dude, it's you're like, Mike's like on the drugs. 100,000 100, cell phone videos, one looks suspicious and that one blows a, up. No, no, no but mean, like, yeah. it was one show out of how many times he's played the set. And like, you know what I mean? He's under a microscope. You're exactly right. So that's that's a valid point. I mean, yeah, he's got so many people watching him all the time. Yeah. Everywhere he goes outside, videos, all these things. Like, he's a constant meme. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he has hard times like anyone else, but he's... he's yeah, he's, he's got a, a, a lot. He's doing... He's actually in, like, a great place. You can go on record and say he plays beer pong before every show or after oh, yeah. every show? Before and after. Before and after. I don't know. Like, I can't <laughs> speak for every, every you know, every single time I'm there, it's before and after. Mm-hmm. Is his is his team like reflective of what everything he's into like like that you know how we are like we're just they've they've gravitated towards it they've okay. tr- they've just kind of because post has that energy though he yeah. makes people like want to do you know like Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats like come in and play beer pong you know what I mean like right right I survived Ozzy Osbourne's you know wife and daughter want to play beer pong you know it's like this thing where they kind of just want to come and get into the mix he has that kind mm-hmm. of vibe to him I wonder how very many, inviting you know I wonder how many games that, he wins one would say that he should start a beer pong league one would say that one would say that one would say that not me <laughs> not me either <laughs> but one one would say that um, <laughs> you got a couple new tattoos my, my, I do Blue do you get a new tattoo also or just Mike no I want some more but Mike what'd you get uh, so I got don't try on my uh, my thigh. Uh, I was pretty inspired don't by. Try my thigh. Yeah. You were watching that thing when you're on the bike, and that's just yeah. That's just what came I, I mean. That's part of what I do. Like every day, I really stumble upon some of the best content for me when I'm just like I exercise and go through it. And I got into Charles Bukowski. I've read some of it, some of his books and poems and shit, but it's more. It was just more like a storyline, like a content video of like kind of journaling his life putting it in a nutshell and um, really interesting because he he had a troubled childhood, struggled his entire life, always wanted to write, always wrote, always got told no. No one, no one ever published anything, fucked with anything he was doing. You know, he tried and tried and tried and struggled and struggled, you know, and then as soon, like when he, he was in his late 50s or early 60s, as soon as he kind of let go of caring, he had kind of already given up on being successful. He was just writing for the pure reason that he needed to express himself. And he, uh, he popped off. And, uh, you know, a lot of the undertone of his later work is just like a slight Buddhist undertone of like, he was a rash guy, but it was like, go with the flow. You know what I mean? And on his tombstone, uh, he put, don't try. Was that to do that? Wrote I the thought book? that was a really interesting message, though, because that's kind of what I've, I've been talking about. Like, you know, we've been going on and on about like the the rock thing and like mm-hmm. legacy and you know all of the things we talk about getting into flow states and shit. I just I really do feel it's the law of least effort. Don't try to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. go go where life takes you and be open to any everything. You know, um, so that's what that was. And then what else did I get? Oh, I got. I mean. I wore a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> what is it though? Uh, I guess it's Brielle sent me this um, 
Oh, that's she wrote me a hand note. It's freaking adorable. And it was like art. So I uh, just took a piece of the art and made it a tattoo. It says, Brielle loves Mikey. That she does. She does. <laughs> I'm proud of that. That um, she does. I get that right and head. then I got a, oh, I got Say Thanks right here. Small. Oh, right. Yeah. Say Thanks is like something I kind of want to, I kind of want to make a brand like, like some of the other stuff we do, mm-hmm. just branding it because it's about gratitude, you know? But I've been tweeting that, like, just wake up and say thank you for the shit that you're happy you got, you know? Mm-hmm. It really does, over time, like, trend to you being happier and stuff. Why do you think that is? I mean, it's proven. I have I follow a bunch of guys who do, have done, like, long-term studies that preach this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's, like, gratitude is, like, one of the biggest things for happiness and, like, uh, actually, like, being able to get into a flow state at all. It's just, like... Every day, if you program yourself to say thank you and you wake up and just actually, they tell you to write down everything. I don't do it every day, but I, I try to read it every day. But yeah, like there's there's a bunch of data on it. Just like actually raises your serotonin. It changes the way you look at things over time when you start looking for things to be grateful for, you know? Yeah, everyone has something to be grateful for. I mean, yeah, bro, we have a lot to be thankful for. Just to for. wake That's, up, bro. Yeah. Just waking up. For sure. Like we're super lucky, you know, in so many ways. And for us to, if, if I like, once I really started putting attention on that, shit started going a lot better. I started feeling a lot better, you know? I feel like it takes like something really bad to happen to you to like, it sucks that that happens, but like you need to go through a crazy experience to realize how good you got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or how you had it before the experience right. happened. Yeah. Happened to me. All the best, <laughs> for real. All no. the best opportunities to grow are are when you're hurt. That's why, yeah. Michael, you know? Michael Jordan is like the failure shit. You gotta mm-hmm. fail a million times. No, but even those type of guys, even when they do miss. They think they're gonna. They're just like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's how I feel in beer pong, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Same, even though you caught the L again. I mean, after 15 games. You have to keep extending the series. Oh, every time. <laughs> best of three, best of five, and seven. You, you're the one that extended. We won best of five. We won, no, we we won, won best of no, five, and we went no, to... No, we won best of three. I don't guys, remember. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we played so much beer pong here. <laughs> I don't know so why. There's something... I want to go... Sucked. Actually, I want to talk about this. I'm glad. <laughs> my, my partner sucked, dude. She was throwing her like a baseball. So did Your girl, she was better than mine. She got lucky a little bit. But uh, shout out, shout out both of our partners. They were, she they were is amazing. a sweetheart. <laughs> They're amazing people. Though. I'm way better than her. Um, She's good. Yo, beer pong. I was talking about this the other day. Beer pong is actually like extremely, extremely humbling game. It's like one of those games, and I have a reason why. Like this is why I like beer pong so much. Honestly, I thought about it. Right, like if you put a pro level NBA player and say hit, you know, shoot ten free throws. They're not going to miss more. Like, there's a tiny percent of people that will miss more than two. Like, they're going to hit eight out of ten if they're NBA players. Unless they're like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking about the majority. Like, you're in the NBA. If, like, just same as baseball. Like, you put you put a, a pro baseball player in a batting cage. He's going he's gonna to just rip most of them. You know what I mean? He's going to square up so many balls. He's just it's going to show how much of a pro he is, right? Mm-hmm. With beer pong, like, there's just times where... I don't know why they're just always going in, you know what I mean? Or like, or they're just falling in, like you're not even thinking about it and it's just, you're in that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's other times where you're shooting the exact same, it's the same ball, same cup. 
It just fucking won't go in for like eight. Ten. Last night it happened to me at one time. <laughs> no, I yeah. think I missed like 15 shots in a row. And I was hitting the rim. And I was like, how many times can I hit the rim without this going in? Yeah. And it, did, and it was like, I've had so many times where you see so many times where people get, I, it's like such a streaky game. But I feel like it keeps you so humble. It's when you're where if you like, huh? When you I wasn't overthinking at all. I was wasted having a blast. I really yeah. wasn't. No, but when like you're not hitting a cup, you're like, oh fuck, I need to hit this yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to a point where you, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Steve's For sure. Yeah, Steve's fucking all fucked up over here. <laughs> Steve, get out of my face. Steve Daniels. <laughs> Steve wanted so, to say yeah, something. Yeah, it, it certainly is an inconsistent game. No, there's just something about it. It's like such a you never know. Like anyone yeah. could kind of win. Like, but you know, that's true. That's true. Oh, also, FYI, I, I uh, was getting DMs when I posted. I, I meant to. I wrote it down to talk about it. But uh, I talk about like morning routines a little bit and how it's it's really f f super helpful. Um, we could go into we could do that one day maybe and like go into that as a whole episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, dude, cold showers. <laughs> I there's there's science to it, right? What's I the science? There's science to it, bro. What it, is it, it literally it, it it sells. It shocks. It sh you drops the temperature, and the cells of your skin like there's actual. I'm just not gonna articulate it properly because no, yeah. I've only glanced over and real science. In layman's terms, though, like what the layman's term doing? is like, it's refreshing. It's like a reset for a lot of your cells mm -hmm. on your skin. Your like your energy boost, bro. Automatically, I get a huge energy burst. My skin feels fresh you do it every morning yeah dude every every shower blue don't you do it too i, I do it too i've been doing this for i go ice cold and i stay in there for the last minute so i'll be hot for my shower you know i take long showers i'm in there mm -hmm. and then i'm kind of like on the sleepier like laid back side but after a hot shower so then i fucking i do like an hour like a an hour <laughs> <laughs> an hour of ice cold no and a, a minute yeah. of ice cold oh, just right under it and just jump it like i was usually like but bro i feel refreshed like how cold it's do you really go? i go as cold as i can i do it till i can't stand it anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 15 but I, I would urge people to try it especially if you have to get up to an alarm and you know like most people up. do because i don't even get up to it you know like mm -hmm. So for, for if it helps for me, I can't imagine what it feels it could feel like for someone who's like really tired and, and needs that little kick in the ass to like start the day, you know? Yeah. I, I started doing I think, that, it, I think it's good. That cryotherapy shit. And I was like, yo, like I looked up cold showers, like oh, benefits, you know? Yeah, there's like, huge. Yeah. There's like, I, I just can't articulate it because I'm not Joe Rogan. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> All they got to do is do it. And I'll never be Joe Rogan. I'll never be Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would be like, well, I read six books about this last week. No, he's just had like 17 conversations about the topic with the with the biggest and brightest yeah. person in that topic. Right. Um, the fuck was I saying? Oh, science to, a lot of science to cold temperature being extremely beneficial for, for the body, for DNA, mm -hmm. for immune system. Um, the biggest, one of the biggest, the, the number one person, Matt Walker, in, in sleep science says... The, it's a top two factor is um, the top two factors in your quality of sleep are repetition, meaning you go to sleep around the same time right. every, every time and temperature. And I no, think people look over that. Some people want to be really cozy and hot. He's saying if your temperature, if you're warm, your quality of sleep is like very much lessened. You don't get into the, there's like a certain temperature it needs to be to be able to get to another, the highest, most, the most quality uh, version of sleep. 
gotcha. um, stage of sleep, I should mm -hmm. say. But yeah, like again, I don't know how to articulate it properly, but that's the notion. And there's the same with that's why cryotherapy is what it is. Mm -hmm. I go do that often, um, and it's you drop you, your body temperature drops forty degrees in a span of three minutes. So Can you let people know what that is. You get in a, 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 a frozen chamber where it's just extremely low temperatures. And so you're just freezing your balls off and you're more or less like just in shorts mm -hmm. and you cover your ears, your, your, your hands, your, your feet. Um, I mean, I just jump around in there for like three minutes. You come out and you're extremely refreshed. It's, it's the same notion as a cold shower. You you're extremely refreshed, bro. And like there's actual, you know, the science behind it is a lot of it is like, there's a lot of regeneration that happens when your body is put into that shock. I mean, people have been doing ice bath, ice baths for it's years. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. a lot of healing qualities to it. So yeah, no, I would recommend that. I saw a lot of people hit me about it when I posted about something like a routine. We should maybe do one where we elaborate more. I you might know, take but. a cold shower after this. Podcast. I just did one. That was why, why I thought of it. Because uh -huh. I was in the trenches. We had a late night during the pee pee break. I might hop in the cold shower. We had shower a Sunday quick. stud day last night. Will we bring that mic a little closer to you. Um, I might hop in the pee. Uh, I mean, I'll try the cold shower. I'll give it a shot. Give it a whirl. But what you it's do like is the whole shower. Yeah, you just have have a great shower, and then the last <laughs> minute. But when you get out, you're gonna be like, just give yourself a second. Like you'll start have feeling. Have you ever? Like, no, you gotta do. Have you you take baths ever? Lay in a bath. I went through right? a little bath phase. Lay in the bath, <laughs> hot, right? Just chill, and then put cold water while you're in a hot bath. It's like you're from, in a jacuzzi from, in the winter the, time. From the shower? That's yeah. kind of a vibe. bro. It's such a vibe. I'm telling you, <laughs> bro. It's just like you're in a jacuzzi when making it's making a rainstorm in his room. I always wonder what you're doing in there. I'm in the I was bath. wonder what that noise, all those splashes, is going on in there. Some splashing. <laughs> Splashing, splashing, and dashing. Yeah, dude. Sounds I mean, like you ever been in a jacuzzi in when it's snowing on you? It's the best thing ever. Because you, you get best of both worlds. Right? <laughs> yeah. Get some fucking snowflakes and get some, Not mad some that. steam. When, when was the last time you guys did something for the first time? Can wow. You, can uh, I, mean, I probably did that yesterday. Is we were just talking about this. Can you remember? Remember we were talking you, about routines? Yeah. And like just... <clears throat> How you have to like you have to go out of your way to like um, break up your routine and just and make things fun. Yeah, and do something new. Yeah. Um, uh shit, man. We're not good at it at all. I probably did something for the first time. It could be I, anything. It doesn't have to be like an activity. It could be anything. Yeah, I mean anything. Uh, uh, I drove in the fucking Jeep with the top down, fucking do sunset. <laughs> Never did that true. before. It's, yo, so we've been dabbling. We're, we're like first time for first time for me. We're dabbling with what car to get and like there's there's a part of me that kinda wants I realized that there was like some ego in our uh, car oh. shopping. All right, I'm going to pump the brakes here real quick because we were thinking about getting a Tesla and I think that went right out the window because of what happened. We had a bad experience. Uh, we, had a, <laughs> we had a very bad experience. We did. <laughs> we, were we were trapped, oh, the, man. We were trapped essentially in the desert. We were in the trenches. We were in the trenches. We were in the desert with a dead Tesla battery with nowhere to charge it <laughs> two hours from our home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we were like, if Versace, if we didn't have like the best human and and guardian and planet earth like versace is our parent he's our legal guardian <laughs> like he's guardian of all, of all things like it's insane but he was like remember he like didn't go home because he's like oh, i didn't he thought maybe you would maybe there'd be a problem bro he like if he had gone right? home we would have had to fucking like dude how yeah. where was that we we're in the middle of nowhere we were in the middle of They're nowhere. They're like, yo, bro. the next station is a fucking school. granted it was a weird day weird circumstances probably wouldn't happen very often at all but it puts such a bad omen, like sour taste in my mouth vibe to me. I was just like, nah, I can't. 
So there's like we're looking at G wagons, Range Rovers and shit. And I fuck with them. I feel like we're not G wagon guys. <laughs> we're just not. G wagon like guys. We're G wagon guys. What about Foley got knocked in the head with the fucking door? I mean, you knocked his. You knocked dude, his head I off. pressed the, the first time. I pressed the button. All of a sudden, Foley's like, "Ah, oh, like, dude, I don't know what the fuck. I didn't know." We that talked about this. We, remember, we <laughs> talked about, about this tweet, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't. He <laughs> don't watch the podcast. I didn't watch the podcast, and I didn't Blue see hasn't fucking seen or heard any of our content. And lines. I didn't see. I didn't see Foley's head either, dude. <laughs> dude, he's slow as fuck, though. Like, dude, I would have got out. I would have got out of the way like in a second. Yeah, it's his fault. This guy's fault. got a bad back. He said it's his fault. He's not here because he has a bad back right now. Hey, Foley, I love you. It's Where a, are you? It's a, so, it's a sore subject. Should we face that? Well, you were, say, <laughs> no, you were saying uh, ego-driven. What? Uh, Let's just get a fucking minivan. Yeah, no, 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 about that. And I think we've been, pretty, but like we're we're, we're turning into big vibe. I've actually found myself wanting to go drive around the Jeep. Like I hate. It didn't matter what car we had. I never was like, yo, let's go ride around. Like I'm not. I try to. I just don't. I'm not that guy. I guess I like to. If I'm gonna go somewhere, cool. I'll, I'll enjoy the ride. But like, I'm not. Just, be, where the, I actually wanted to get in the Jeep and just like cruise around with the top off. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. And like, I use that as like a mood thing. I don't know. It kind of like opened my eyes to that. Where like, I was just like not really into it because it's a Jeep. We we're gonna get something nicer. You know, it's like something. Yeah. There's ego to that. And then I I see G wagons and I'm like, they're fire. I love them. But I don't know if it's like our vibe. We're Jeep guys. We're a little more like I don't know. We're trying to go the other way. That's a little tacky. You <laughs> should get like a like a Jeep like an old Bronco. That'd top be off. Dude, I would love a That'd Bronco. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we do that. Like an Bronco old Bronco would be. We just awesome. think about. It, we also u- utilize it a lot for the post. Like as That's, much as we're gonna be expanding, true. we're still gonna be shipping shit and doing shit. I think so. <clears> it has to be at least usable for us, like resourceful. You know, mm-hmm. Bronco is like not much space at all. Yeah, that, not, not a lot of cargo though. space. Yeah, nah. It's a big vibe, though. The Jeep is crazy. We're, yeah, we're we looking into it. it. I think we might do a Jeep because it's just like... I'm a big Jeep guy. Yeah. Dude, the the Jeep uh, Jeep Cherokee out. SRT is like the one of the greatest SUVs, I think, out. Really? In my mind, yeah. Driving Should wise. we go got, check that out? Got a Hemi engine. Was it a Cherokee? Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, but no, no, no. We want the roof off. No, the roof? Oh, oh, you the whole reason we're going for this. You're talking about like the Wrangler. Yeah, yeah, like the shit, like something along those lines. We're trying to get yeah. weird, Steve. We're trying to get real weird. <laughs> like, don't we, we just, I feel like I'm like, I'm going to go to the beach more if I have a Wrangler. I'm going to go out and enjoy the day a little bit more if I have a Wrangler. I think we could be Wrangler guys. I think we could be Wrangler guys. <laughs> Even if like I was, we got super, super rich, right? Yeah. I think it'd be cool to be the Wrangler guys. <laughs> We, you should know? Get, we should have a Wrangler and like an F jumping out in our Wrangler jeans. I don't Wrangler need jeans. like, bro. I don't get off to like to roll any of that shit. Really, I mean, I, I probably if I get super liquid cat, you know, and I yeah. just could fuck around, you know, yeah. But like, they don't really get my rocks off, you know. I think you go vibes over luxury. There's nothing For like sure. the roof off. Remember, I'll go that. dummy on a house. That's that's the wave. <laughs> Remember the convertible car we had? <laughs> we were driving that shit. <laughs> Uh, so, so the last thing I did for the first time, you guys will never guess. Sorry, we didn't return the question. It's okay. Assholes. I'll ask myself, John. When was the last time you did something the first time? Oh, I'm not being a asking. good co-host today. Um, the last, and you're not going to believe this. The last time I did something the first time was uh, a couple days ago. I washed my face with soap. That's kind of weird. Soap. You, I washed my face. Out. I washed my face with soap. <laughs> never have done it in my life. I don't wash. I, I got some fucking. I mean, I, I use shit. like face wash. Yeah. Nothing. I've never done it. That's crazy. 
You have no. good skin though. You have, you don't have like big pores. Or I've anything. never washed. I like showers. Everything. Never never have put soap on my face. But before. you know what? The what one thing you're missing is like that you're like. I started taking care of my skin probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was such a guy about it up till then, like just the work, like didn't do shit. And it's like, bro, the the biggest thing is like skin quality and texture and like mm-hmm. aging as you get older, like all those years, like, yeah, you have, you know, like you have great skin, you know, I don't even see you with fucking acne or anything. But what I'm saying is like over time, if you start hydrating now and doing that shit, you act, it will be so much better when you're like 70. What's you know, your, what's you your like, routine? I've you see actually, some older people yeah. like that are really wrinkly, like they're just really were out in the sun and didn't take care of it. Sun, you know? Sunscreen's huge, bro. They, every dermatologist, every every person, I go get facials and shit now. Like mm-hmm. they, And they were just like, they was, she was saying she's seen so much improvement in my like pores and uh, like just, because I probably get like four a year, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not a lot really, but like, you know, I also go. What they give me these things, and I do it every day. Like uh, I have are, these like what are they? serums, like masks. No, no, not ma- no, no. Just like a, it takes like takes two, you know, two minutes to do. But there's like a um, vitamin C serum mm-hmm. that's like really just great for. There's a bunch of qualities. Why you know, but it's great. Um, there's a active serum which is like hydrating. Uh, there's one other thing I'm gonna mess up the name, but. I I I've I don't put them all on every day, but I you know every day I'm applying something to help like hydrate it, you know, and I exfoliate like a little wipe that's like not super aggressive, mm-hmm. but I do that like every day too, and I've noticed, you know, a difference where you can just like your brighter skin and that type of shit. You know? Yeah, no, I'm not against it. I actually want to try it out. Yeah, it's good. And I'm not I'm not even hating on washing your face with soap. I tried it and I loved it. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do it. I I started rocking with that probably like I do it in the shower. So it's yeah. I just tried it in the shower. I just, I just I stepped up my soap game. So how the hell did you never once in the shower go? Hmm. (laughs) I have fucking soap and I'm cleaning every other part of my body that no one sees, but the one that everyone sees and I use and I'm in front of a camera all the time. I'm not gonna. Not gonna try it. Why? What's your reasoning? What's what was what's the psyche behind? I'm that? not like the I'm the opposite of you guys. Like hygiene has just always been an inconvenience for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy showers like twice a I week on tour. As much as I can. Oh yeah, on tour. I for, shower twice a day. Bro. Yeah, tour. Forget about it. But like, even when I like, I'm home every day. Like, you're I, hilarious. Like every other day, I'll shower. Like, yeah, you you're know, a bro about it. Tops. It's like it's like like it's just a, like, even like brushing. Like I brush my teeth every day, obviously. But like even that, I'm like ah, like like it's just like it's annoying to have it. Like, why do we live in an age where we have to fucking take a brush and fucking scrub our teeth? I'm, I'm huge. What do you mean, bro? It's like, hygiene. Like, why? There's like a million benefits to it. Yeah, no, no I'm saying like, uh, why haven't they invent? Why hasn't that progressed in science? <laughs> You're sick of it. Take a pill. Sick of it. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> like, yeah, I love your angle on this. Like, why can't I swish some? Like, why can't I swish a liquid on my mouth for four seconds and then my mouth is clean? Why do I have to fucking scrub it with a brush? It's insane. I mean, sheesh. Man, if I sh- if I don't yeah, I can't shower, agree. I can't say I, I agree out. with you one percent on that one. <laughs> but it's just a mind frame, you know. And then, sh- I mean, sh- shower is like a whole thing. It's like, you know. Yeah, I can't I look leave the house if I don't shower, bro. <laughs> I look forward to a shower. Bro. I enjoy it when I'm in there. I guess. I feel like you're missing out on, uh, man. I shower is a huge reset for me. You gotta give yourself a little break. Like I'm do I'm doing things to get my goat off a little more in there. Like I'm getting better soaps. I stepped up my soap game. Yeah, I want you to go. Game. I want you to dive in. I want you to go back to the drawing board on your shower game. I even uh, I even I can't. Even I started hanging eucalyptus for my shower at some point, like a year ago. And Did like, you think in the shower? That was 
Yeah, yeah. I think, I think about stuff. <laughs> like, like, what do you think of in the shower? I do most of my thinking when I'm taking a shit in the morning. But like, think about the shower. What are you thinking of? What are you doing in there? <laughs> just like in and out, all business. Like, give me my food. I'm gonna eat it and then leave. Like, I think that's what it is, dude. Think about it. Yeah, I'm not like that at you all, can't. man. I'm in there. I catch a vibe. I try to like think about. You know, I, I use my time in there a lot. It's weird. I've always been like that, though. I, it's just everyone's different, you know? Yeah. Everyone's different. It makes sense. You want to get in and get out. It's the only place you don't, you can't use your phone. Yeah. You really can't use I it. I think it's also the lifestyle I live, like we live in shit that, I, you know, I appreciate that time where I like, I'm not, I you know, a big shower guy. I get to just sit there and relax. I feel like I have some of my cleanest thoughts in there. No pun intended. <laughs> I've always been a shower guy. I get my dirty thoughts on the toilet. Yep. Dirty thoughts on the toilet. <laughs> like, that's Pun the intended. opposite of my vibe. Clean, I want to be in the cleanest shower. Cleanest thoughts in the shower. Do you, do you, do you like think creatively on the toilet though? Never. See, that's where, the th- this is, I'm, the, this I'm is trying. the big disconnect right here between you. Yeah, and yeah, we're different. We're just cut from different cloths. <laughs> I legitimately used to bring my guitar in the bathroom and play and, and think of music you're like, when I do you're like shit. A, you're like a 80, like a 90s, <laughs> fucking teen like high school movie guy like the tip like you're a character in one of those movies you know shit you write songs while you shit <laughs> you never shower <laughs> you just like, I don't never shower your girl doesn't smell shit anyway so you're yeah you're, that's a huge part of it too what a perfect match <laughs> seriously cause he doesn't like he doesn't even like he doesn't care like he doesn't he just said he doesn't want to brush his teeth so he's kissing a girl that can't smell sheesh, it anyway sheesh. I can't. She can't smell bad breath, bo or false, dude. You're you're or stinky shit in your bathroom. Skating off with a victory here. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't take it for granted. This is right up your alley. Like, think about it. For me, that wouldn't be a fact. Like, because I actually like really. I. I, It feels good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't do it for other people. Like the hygiene. You know. Yeah. But for you, you don't really like. You're right in your wheelhouse. Tell you what, I say thanks every morning. Say thanks, baby. (laughs) Say thanks. Thank God, my girl can't smell. That's that's the name of this podcast. That's the best. Thank God my girl can't smell. <laughs> oh, my wife thinks I'm in bed. Before we get out of here, just a very pressing question: um, Would you guys consider yourself ass guys or tits guys? It changes every year for I me. I mean, is it weird that I'm I'm like you can't say neither, or you can't say no. Both. But I'm, is it weird that I'm legitimately like I'm equal. I'm legitimately equal? Like, if you had to pick, gun to your head. Probably butt. Probably ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bum guy. Yeah. I agree with you. I like I like good. I'm just saying, like, though. I'm not like yeah, yeah, no, I definitely if I had to pick and choose, yeah. I feel like I attract hammers. The, but I, I I like bumps. You attract them? I don't know. Skinny girls would just fucking hammer. Not like huge hammers like you, just like a nice <laughs> good, little, good pair of hammers, man. Great pair of hammers. Goes a long goes I know, a long way. Like they, the they 90s, have no, 90s. They have no practical use though. It goes a long way though, like Attraction wise, I thought you were a huge me. hammer guy. I well, th- let me explain. I'm just saying. Not, I mean, Kilmer likes. I'm growing up. I like, think about things. Kilmer more. likes big. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could have been more. I enjoy. Huge, I enjoy. Fl- like, I enjoy. The, I enjoy the novelty of like way oversized hooters. Honestly, I find inspiration in your ability <laughs> to find beauty, and like you really do appreciate a lot. Of, you know, you you you've shown me that. There's, there's, you can just find things to appreciate. It doesn't have to be your style. Exactly. You know I mean? Couldn't agree more. You're hilarious because you, got, you know. Say thanks. <laughs> we might have to cut this out. Just say thanks, baby. <laughs> I feel like I'm trending in sharky waters for you right now. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm you. saying like I've you. seen you within a range of, you know, just a, a wide palette of, 
you know, interests and things that you can appreciate Jeez. in women. Mm -hmm. We're like, you know, I, I'm, I a, seen, I'm a little more in a, you know, in a type, I guess. I shared multiple, um, multiple hotel rooms with this guy, <laughs> and I, I, fuck, shit, me too, man. Man, he's like, yo, I got this one girl, bro. I got two friends. <laughs> Fuck, man, you never know. Like, I it's always a give complete it a shot of, in the dark. Bro, benefit of the doubt every time. Every fucking, to this day, every time. And like, you yeah, just Blue, never know. Me and Blue weirdly have like a very, very similar palette for, for women. For like a lot for of things. For a lot of things. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's uh, weird. <laughs> your beard's weird. Your, your fucking beard weird. is weird. My beard ain't weird, though. It's, my beard's been a huge, uh, man. Oh, man. I, I don't know how I did. I don't know how I lived without a like when I look at a picture or without a beer. I'm Dude, just I was like, just gonna. Was I, I was just gonna say that I um I I saw a picture saw of you too. from like five years ago and you. Dude, I look like <laughs> I look like fucking like a big round fat head. No, 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 no. no I'm talking. I'm talking about. I had a big round fat look, head. No, right. no. Look at this. Look at this photo. Look. Look what you look like in this photo. Oh, I look skinny in that. But like it, you, you look like, look, so, like someone did that baby app on your face. I look like John Bonet. <laughs> that, that was what, that Yo, was what Theo Vaughn so, was saying. Bro, that was only five see, years see if you ago. can see if you can zoom in on this. Or just that was when we were our skinniest though. That was when I was uh, like my best shape. Uh, yeah, I was really lean. See if you can zoom in on Mike's face there. It's like right when I broke my arm. Yeah, it was. Probably, I mean, it was probably you, like you five years like ago. A, we just moved. Like you look we young, just moved to LA. You don't look like a. It looks like that app on Snapchat where you can turn yourself into a baby. That's looks like what Mike did here. And uh, dude, it lo you look so different. Yeah, you don't look like you. I really do. And the beard's a big part of it for no, sure. I mean, yeah, I just look like way more grown up. That was what six years ago, right? Yeah, that was probably from like 2015. That was two, yeah, 2015. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Man, I don't beard. know. Like, bro, I used to have no body hair. Like, now I just, I just kind of, Let you know, Josie put me on that. She put me on that. She was just like. She put yeah. She put me on a like a man's just gotta look like a man. Yeah, and like it was kind of a, a regionalized like programming we had from where we we're from. Like Guido ish, like you're jagged and you're like you got no body hair and you're, you're like be manicured. Well groomed. Yeah, yeah. Like um so I just kind of came with that idea, but like I'm now where I can't even imagine myself without I'd like having like body hair, chest hair, that type of shit. Weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's just called grown up. I do some manscaping here. I'm yeah. just green with jealous rage because I can't even really grow a lot of body hair or facial hair. Yeah, you don't get a lot of hair at all. I have like full That's, body. I have like uh, full body can, alopecia. I would really be interested in seeing you with a beard. I can't grow it. My like my That's cheeks. That's so funny. You got, really can't. I got bald cheeks. They look baby cheeks. I physically can't no, grow hair in my cheeks. You just like. How weird. Yeah, that's so crazy. I do, never thought of that. You really never have facial hair. Do they make things where you can like... I mean, you do the little goatee, the little fucking mustache. It's the only place I can grow. <laughs> that's another thing. Can you go mustache once or no? Uh, just for the, can you do it for the culture or it's no? It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, why don't you just grow the, bo the bottom out? I can grow... A little goatee vibe? Grow a little <laughs> pussy tickle down here. <laughs> yeah, so what do you have? Like, yeah. So what do you got? Like a Are stubble goatee? Is that what you'd call that? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's... I, I'm the same way with hygiene as I am with shaving. I just wait till it's incredibly uncomfortable and then I shave it all off. I think, bro, I think you should uh, maybe maybe dial into uh, just letting it rock for a little bit. I think it might look cool, a little grown in. It could be spotty, but it might look cool, a little but grown in. When it hits a certain length, though, it just gets like very disgusting. Don't overthink like, it. Wiry. That's to you. We'll <sighs> I don't know. Hey, we'll see. Hey. Do, do they have like Bosley for men's faces? Yeah. 
What's Bosley? Uh, like hair restoration, but can I get that? Like, can I take the hair off my? <laughs> can I take the hair off my ass crack and just get put a it like beard on my implant? That'd be, that'd be kind of legendary. <laughs> I'm at the point. The first beard, podcast. the first beard implant ever started a huge trend. I feel like a lot of guys would be like, oh wow. When you look at every man's glow up, it like it includes like a, a stubbly beard. Yeah, and I physically can't grow it. So I feel like I'm, I don't know, I'm missing out. Sheesh. You can I'm play for the Yankees, though. I feel bad for you. Honestly. You'd be a great player. I could play for the Yankees. You're Lost right. a lot of good men out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering when is going to be my time, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm 30. Did yeah, man, I don't, your dad I don't know why. Beard? I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen for you, buddy. My, my brother got a, full, got a full beard. Does he? I don't think it's in the cards for you. Bro, you got to let it rock. I, I see some stuff over Not, here. Dude, over here, I see. You got like a little chin strap, but you couldn't really have a beard. <laughs> chin strap. It might, it might. If it was 2003, I could Kilmer go, chin, go strap. chin strap. That'd just throw everyone for a loop. Me and Kevin Federline. <laughs> bro. Um, all right. Well, I got I got nothing else on the docket. No. No. Anything you want to end with? Um. No. Everything. Everything is. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for supporting us, man. Um, mm-hmm. We had a great. These chug bud drops are going going crazy, and uh, we're not fucking with you guys like. We're literally trapping out of the house. We're, we have dudes like working like 10 hour days in the garage of my house because we're in the middle of like a big, you know, in the middle of a big deal. Like we're, we'll be doing a merger. Um, and uh, right now, you know, instead of committing to a space here in a warehouse and doing it a, a little bit more in an operational way, it's just a waste of money because we know we're about to merge and do, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just the way the timing is p- planned out. This has been the best way of doing it, but uh, we're only doing like two thousand at a time, you know. So they're mm-hmm. quick, but we have a few more drops. I want to say, like a week from this release, we'll be having a, a stud drop, meaning like it's the final stud pieces, you know, because studs gone, going bye bye. So mm-hmm. um, we'll do like you know you ready, uh, stud light that type of shit, whatever you know. But we'll have a drop then, but um. Just appreciate everyone supporting that and uh, the hoodies too. I really appreciate you guys spreading the word about the podcast. I get a lot of messages from people, you know, saying that so and so their friend put them put them on and they appreciated it. So that's how we grow and that's how everything's gone so well for us. So I appreciate you guys. We'll keep rocking. We got some amazing episodes on deck. Amazing. Yeah. So it's about to level up and be some dope shit. So. All right, Good so things. start taking cold showers, say thanks. And Blue Yup's back in the house. Blue Yup's back, back in, in business. The saddle. Uh, back in the so saddle. Mina said Saddle Ranch. I uh, did a chug butt of the Truly this morning, roughly oh, around nine. Um, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. And we're out. <laughs> Hi, this is John Kilmer, the producer of the YNK Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our new episode. If you want to catch the video of this interview, be sure to go to www.ynkpodcast.com. It'll be released on Friday. And in the meantime, I have no idea what else to talk about because this song goes on for way too long. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>